The state of Wisconsin is expanding farmland preservation agreements and increasing the tax credits. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Farmland preservation is a voluntary program that started in the 70s, and it gives financial incentives to farmers to keep their land in production while also preserving soil and water quality. Some of the new changes in recently passed legislation are that the time commitment to the program is shorter and the financial incentive is higher. Farmland Preservation Program Manager Wednesday Coy says she hopes these changes will help boost enrollment numbers. It's protecting ag land. It's making sure that farms can stay in business and that we continue to have um, our important agricultural resources to the state. There are a couple of different ways that folks can participate in this program, and these changes hopefully encourage more people to participate. Tim Jackson is also on the line with us. He's also a farmland preservation program manager. He tells me about eight and a half million acres are eligible for farmland preservation tax credits. This is because they're either in a zoning district or an agriculture enterprise area. But in 2022, just under two million of those acres were enrolled in the program. That was about 9,700 landowners. And unfortunately, he says the number of landowners participating has been falling over the past decade. Sure. So over the last 10 years, about um, the number of total claims, uh, so people that have actually claimed the tax credit, has decreased slowly over time. Um, But the average acres per claim has slowly increased over time, which, you know, slowly or excuse me, it reflects some other statewide trends that you see um, more towards like farming consolidation, where maybe the number of total farms is going down a little bit each year, but the number of acres in farming is either, you know, staying pretty steady or going down not quite as slowly. So um, some of those farms have gotten a little bigger. So, you know, the size of those claims has gotten a little bigger, um, but generally the Mm. number of claims is, is down a little bit. So what can you tell me about what type of farms typically get involved? The average is about 200 acres, but that is an average, and really it varies wildly. We see anywhere from, you know, 60, 50 acres all the way up to um, some farms that are over 1,000 acres or a couple thousand acres in size. The type of production that happens on these lands um, is really a, a mirror of what the state um, produces. So you have a lot of your... Traditional, um, you know, corn and bean cropping, raising of livestock, and, you know, dairy is, of course, a big one in the state. Um, but this program is also very inclusive. So it's not just the traditional ag folks that are eligible to p- participate in the program. We also allow for um, some non-traditional ag like uh, ape, uh, apiculture, so beekeeping, uh, nurseries or Christmas tree production, floriculture, aquaculture, managed forest. Um, So it's pretty inclusive, but the average claim you'll see is pretty similar to the average farm in Wisconsin, which is, you know, a couple hundred acres in size, livestock and and corn and beans. So in your respective positions, what have you been hearing from communities, farmers, et cetera, about their thoughts in getting involved in farmland preservation? Was the return on investment there for them? We actually did a survey in 2018, which really helped influence this legislation moving forward. Um, But we we did a survey across the state around potential participants. Some of them were either already participating or, you know, could participate if they chose to. 
And we asked them these questions. We said, you know, what are the benefits to participating in this program? You know, do you see this as being something that you want to participate in? Or are these benefits too low to encourage you to participate? And we found that a lot of folks were really positive about the program. They saw that it was very valuable to have this as part of their community, but they found that the incentives were too low. So those tax credits were too low to encourage them personally to enroll in the program. And a lot of the things that we're finding is that these incentives are going towards paying for some of the parts of the program that create eligibility. So one of the big ones is nutrient management planning. You know, farmers are using this tax credit to help cover the cost of nutrient management planning, but over the years, nutrient management planning has become more expensive where tax credits have stagnated. So I think that was a really limiting factor for these landowners. So hopefully with the increase, we're kind of directly, you know, addressing that concern that we saw that folks had in that 2018 survey. I mentioned earlier that the new changes to the program will both reduce the time commitment and up the incentives for farmland preservation. And to be specific, the minimum number of years that farmers would have to commit to the program moved from 15 to 10 years. Payments per acre also went up to either $10 or $12.50 per acre, depending on your location. I asked program managers Wednesday Coy and Tim Jackson if they expect enrollment numbers to jump because of these changes. I do. I do think that this will increase enrollment. Um, We have seen some counties offer some incentives for new enrollment in farmland preservation agreements at smaller scale, and we saw wild success with that. Just having some additional funds there has made the program more attractive. So I do believe that by increasing the tax credits on a more wide scale, we will see increased participation. We have, you know, about 2 million acres of the eligible areas being claimed on, and we have north of 8.5 million acres um, for, you know, people that can claim if they would meet the conservation requirements. So there's some certainly some room for growth. And even beyond that, we've got Um, almost 18 million acres that could adopt either certified zoning or AEAs to allow even more people. So there's a lot of room for growth in this program, and we we do believe that um, the increase in the incentives here will um, sort of be the tipping point for a lot of folks. You said the people who are enrolled make up a pretty good sample of what Wisconsin agriculture is. But is there a specific demographic or type of farm that you feel this preservation program wasn't reaching before? that now may be able to? We don't really have any hard numbers on what size of each individual claim we've seen less of or more of in the last, uh, you know, 10 years. But um, assumedly, you know, that being that the, that the tax credit has stayed the same and the cost of doing business has gone up, um, we can assume that some of those smaller to, to middling tier farms have maybe seen the program as, as not being worth the work it takes to participate in. So with the tax credit going up, uh, we do hope to see some more of those smaller sized farms participate in this program. And finally, if landowners are curious if, A, they're eligible to be a part of the uh, farmland preservation program, and B, how do they sign up, where's the best way to go to get more info? We have a website. It's farmlandpreservation.wi.gov. 
where we have an interactive map for folks to look and see if they're in an eligible area. And then participation for this program starts at the County Land Conservation Department. So if they don't want to go on our website and look at that, they can always contact their local, you know, County Conservation Department and you know, talk to them, learn more about the program, and take the first steps into participating. Wednesday, Coy and Tim Jackson are Farmland Preservation Program Managers with the State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, speaking to the updates to the program that may boost interest among farmers to enroll. Again, they are upping the tax credits per acre and reducing the amount of time you have to commit to a program. As Wednesday told us, you can learn more at farmlandpreservation.wi.gov or you can contact your local county conservation department. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.